This is the Birth Village Podcast. Welcome back to the Birth Village Podcast. I am your host, Morgan Brower. I'm back. Trish hosted for me last week because I had lost my voice. This sickness that is going around really got me down. Um, and you can probably still hear that it's a little bit, a little bit scratchy. Um, but I'm back. I, I got my voice back good enough to have the amazing opportunity to interview our guest today. Her name is Ashley Ellsmore and her business is True Not Photography. So she's a birth photographer. We are also lucky enough to have her cutest little tiny boy with us today. So, you know, if you hear him, that's that's who's here with us is little Callahan. Um, Ashley, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being here. here. I'm so excited as well. Um, So, I I mean, I already kind of told what you do. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself? So, I am a mom of four boys. My oldest is nine, and then I have an almost seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and then a three-month-old. I do birth photography. I homeschool my kids. Dang, girl. (laughs) Yeah, so it's just crazy mom of four boys. (laughs) I'm a disability mom. My oldest has a disability. So there's a lot that goes into that as well. That's a lot that you have going on there. I know our life is a little little busy, but <laughs> we love it. Are your boys rambunctious too? Oh yeah. Oh, of All course. of them are just, except my oldest, he's pretty chill, but <laughs> the middle two, they're pretty crazy. Lots of wrestling and bugs and boy stuff going yep. on at your house. <laughs> Definitely. Well, tell me a little bit about um, your interest in photography. So I have always loved photography ever since I can remember. I would always beg my mom to get disposable cameras. And when she had a digital camera, I would always take pictures on it all the time. And then they got me my own camera and I just would always make my friends. (laughs) We'd always get dressed up. I'd make them pose. Yeah. And it's just been my whole life. I've loved it. That's so fun. Um, So then, and then obviously now you are a birth photographer. Yes. So how did you get into birth photography specifically? So after I had my oldest, I, that was the first birth I'd ever attended. I did when I was nine, I was able to be in the hallway when my mom had my youngest brother. Okay. And that was really cool. I wasn't in the room, but I was, I got the vibe and. Sure. I remember hearing him cry for the first time and it was Aww. really cool. So you witnessed her laboring a little bit? A little bit. Okay. But then I was able, like I heard the whole birth, but I wasn't watching it. Sure. Um, But that was cool to be there. Yeah. And then my own birth, just um, getting prepared and learning about birth, I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And so after I had him, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to... I don't know if people have their births photographed, but I want to do it. Yeah. And then I photographed my first birth six months after I had my first, my sister had her first baby. And okay. So then I just asked my friends that were pregnant if I could be at their birth. Did you have to like talk your sister or any of your friends into it or were they pretty much like, yeah, sure, whatever. My sister was totally into it. My, my first friend that I did, I remember I've done her 
uh, three of her births now. And she told me recently that when I had asked her the first time if I could photograph her birth, she thought it was a little bit weird. <laughs> and, but she was just like, okay, I'll, that's fine. Yeah. But now she is like, I didn't know that I even wanted that until you gave me those. That's a big thing. I think a lot of people have that feeling yeah. where when they first hear about birth photography, they're like, mm, it's, I'm okay without it. And then once you see the photos also, I, I should have said this at the beginning, Ashley takes beautiful photos. I'm, I'm like Thank obsessed you. with your style. I think you're so amazing. Um, I mean, some of the pictures that I've seen you take are like magazine worthy for real. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, that is a sentiment that I think is common. You don't know that you want it until you have them. And then you're like, Oh, I, I can't imagine not having these. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So your birth, then you've had four births. Um, and all of them I know have been outside of the hospital. Yeah. So I had my first two at the birth suite here in town. And then I had my second two at home. Okay. Not normal to have your first baby. I know. And I didn't, I didn't grow up with that. So my mom had all her babies in the hospital and it was really uncomfortable for her when I said that I didn't want to be in the hospital. She was, mm. she was nervous. Yeah. Moms get that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, so then why in the world, what, what made you interested in that? Why did you even, how did that even come into your mind? Yeah. So I, ever since I was little, I hated the feeling of being numb. I would get my teeth filled without being numbed. <gasps> as and, a kid? Yeah. As a kid. <laughs> whoa i know and then i remember I, I had a wart removed once and they were gonna give me lidocaine shot and uh -huh. i was like nope really and they were like super they they <laughs> fought me on it and i just said nope <laughs> do you remember having a traumatic experience of of being numb i don't remember i don't know why okay. i just never liked it so then i remember learning about childbirth and getting epidural and learning what an epidural was. And I was just like, nope, <laughs> not for me. Not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Were you scared then of the pain that you would experience or? I wasn't scared. I have always felt like I've had a pretty high pain tolerance. Okay. And so I just was in my mind. I'm like, I could, I could probably handle it. <laughs> I, I'd rather have that than be numb. Yeah. Numb's not for me. Yeah. Um, okay. So you get, you got pregnant. Um, and then what was the path that you took from getting pregnant to making all these decisions? Um, when, before I was pregnant, we were talking to my husband's friend and he, she was telling us about her birth that she had at the birth suite. And I didn't know it existed. Okay. Yeah. And so. The birth suite, the outside of the hospital, not the simply yes, birth suite in, in the hospital. Outside the hospital. Yeah. So my, my midwife with Cindy Johnson, she's awesome. And. I just remember thinking when I get pregnant, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I called the birth suite and. You're like, sign me up. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like, I'm not going to go in the hospital. And my husband was totally fine with it. He just, he didn't fight me on it. He just was like, if you want to do that, I'm, I'm here. I'm supporting you. Cool. We like husbands like that. Yeah. <laughs> we like all the husbands, but those are a good kind. Um, and do you remember, I know this is like, I'm, having you recall things from almost a decade ago. I know. Um, it's so crazy. <laughs> but what do you remember about your experience when you first 
went into the birth suite, um, like meeting Cindy and learning about how, how all of this was going to go down. Yeah. So I took Trisha's birth class. Okay. I've known Trisha since I was probably nine or 10. And when my mom was uncomfortable with me being out of the hospital, (laughs) I remember her saying, well, I know that Trisha Baird teaches classes, so maybe you could call her. So I contacted her, got in her (laughs) class. Then I hired her as my doula. And I loved the birth suite. It was, it's just so homey. I've always had like medical anxiety. I don't like doctor's offices, dentists, hospitals. Like I have always just been high anxiety in those places. And when I walked in, it was just, I didn't feel anxiety. I was calm. Mm. And Cindy is like the warmest grandma. Yeah. And she answered all my questions, all my husband's questions there we had all the time in the world to talk to her we didn't we weren't rushed and it was just the best process so right away right from the start you're feeling really good about this yeah like no um concerns or doubts about Mm -hmm. any of it nope that's awesome yeah and what do you remember about okay uh do you remember learning anything in trisha's class that was like really stood out to you I just, I remember it was super, obviously it's the Bradley method. So it's, it gets your partner involved a ton. Yeah. And that was really important to me. I, since being, having gone into labor four times, I know I'm a person that I need that connection, especially my husband. If he ever leaves the room when I'm in labor, I always am like, where's Sean? Get him back here. <laughs> yeah. I need him. So th- I loved that it was got him involved because sometimes the husbands can feel like they're not super involved. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably a little uncomfortable and scary for them. Sure. But when they have a job, they feel like they're solving the problem a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And so that was awesome to have him more involved in her class. And I would, I remember I always would, would meditate every night. I think that was something that I learned in a class. I don't know. It's been <laughs> it's been a decade. 10 years, so. <laughs> yeah. so I would, and that really helped. Um, and I just, I remember not ever being afraid in labor. Mm. And That's awesome. I feel like it was because of her class and doing the meditations. I put in the work and yeah, it was, it was an awesome birth. Yeah. And I feel like it was pretty short for a first time mom. Do you remember how long it was? It was nine hours. <gasps> That is so it pretty wasn't, short. It wasn't, wasn't bad. It, That's I mean, quite short yeah. for a first time mom. Yeah. <laughs> not the craziest thing we've ever heard, but no, like really not. short. And so just a pretty uneventful, like ideal birth story basically there. Yeah. I remember I didn't, I didn't initially want a water birth just because I didn't, I've, I always love water. I'm a water person. Mm. I, I just, water calms me. Me too. So I wanted to labor in the water. I knew that. I just, I didn't know the logistics of delivering in the water. Okay. (laughs) But once I was in the water and it was time to push, I was like, I'm not getting out. (laughs) Right. And they're like, okay, (laughs) you could stay in there. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, Okay. So that was your first birth. Went really well. Um, Did, did you, and then this is your son that has disabilities. Yeah. Did those come up right away? So they didn't. He 
he, I believe that he has a vaccine injury. So probably less than a week after he got his first vaccines at four months old, he started having seizures. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, I went, I was young. I was 21 when he was born. And so it was just, you're a new mom. I'm super young. It was scary. Yeah. And I remember people telling me like, oh, kids have seizures and then they're fine. And so I kind of had this unrealistic <laughs> expectation of like, it'll be okay. But the type of seizures he was diagnosed with was called infantile spasms. And if you can't get them under control, they're just really catastrophic. And oh. so it caused a lot of brain damage. Sure. So that's why I believe why he had those seizures. Oh, and then the seizures caused the brain damage, which caused the disabilities. Right. So did, after you were dealing with all that, was it a, did you wait a little while before you decided to have your next one? Yeah, they're actually my first and second are my closest two kids. Oh, okay. But my kids are all about three years apart. Okay. Not crazy long. Yeah. So I didn't wait too long, but it was a little bit scary. And it was almost like I was a first time mom again because I was going through all these milestones and things happening that I'd never experienced with my first. Yeah. So that was kind of, it was, I don't know, it was interesting to like have a, because I never feel like, like I have a 10 year old, but I don't feel like I have a 10 year old. Sure. That's fair. That's totally fair to say. What about your second birth? What kind of things do you remember from that one? And at this point you're doing birth photography. Oh, a sad guy. Hopefully he will <laughs> chill for the rest of this. Um, say that again. Sorry, I was no. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. Um, by the time you had your second son, you'd been doing birth photography. I had yes. Okay, so what was your? Are you getting more involved in birth? Like you understand a little bit more. You've seen a lot more. Yeah, and yeah. So I, I hadn't done a ton. I didn't keep myself too busy uh-huh. but most of my births that i've been to whether they were in the hospital or out of the hospital have been unmedicated some of them with an epidural which was fine yeah all birth is awesome so i was pretty immersed in the birth world okay and so like i love talking about it always yeah and so yeah i was excited and i knew like i kept wanting a birth photographer to come to my birth and mm-hmm. my husband was like just have someone come with your camera and i was like i get it but they don't know what they're doing yeah you're like i get what you're saying but you don't get it <laughs> so we ended up just having my sister come and take pictures which was fine and i got some really good ones okay but i knew it wasn't exactly what i wanted but yeah tell me a little bit about your second birth is, is are there any details about it that you specifically remember I mean, it was pretty, all my births are pretty uneventful, pretty, I don't want to say easy, but they're pretty fast. This one was five and a half hours with my second one was. Okay. And yeah, but after that, I was, I did that one at the birth suite mm-hmm. also. Yeah. And I remember afterwards thinking, and I just always, the reason I didn't want to do it at home is because. I just was like, I don't know if I want a mess in my house or sure. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, why I didn't want it there. But I remember I was like going home and I was like, why do I have to get in the car right now? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this. After, after your birth, what did your mom think about the whole thing? So with each birth, she was more comfortable. Okay. And then after all the COVID stuff in 2020 and the, she just kind of lost trust in medical. And mm. I, I have recently asked her like if she was having babies now, what would she do? And she said she would do home births. Oh. So <laughs> she's done around. like a 180. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny. That generation, it it was so, so, so weird. Yeah. To be like doing home births or even just outside of the hospital at a birth center or whatever. And now it's it's a little bit more common. You mm-hmm. know somebody who has or whatever. Like people are coming around to the idea that it's it's it might be kinda weird, but it's like not that weird. Yeah. And um I mean my mom says the same thing. If she was having babies today, she'd be she'd be doing it the way that we do it. But (laughs) anyway. Um, okay. So then you changed your, your mind and you decided to have a home birth. Yeah. So coming home, I was like, I don't want to be in the car right now, freshly postpartum sore and I'm driving. And I also don't want to drive in labor again because Mm. when you're having contractions and you're driving, you go for a pothole. It's not, comfortable yeah so i was like why am i not doing at home so then i just was like okay my next one is gonna be at home okay and it was yeah and it was awesome it was really similar to my fourth birth like the labor pattern was really similar and it was four hours and how long was your fourth my fourth was two hours man okay well let's hear some of the the details of that if the third and fourth are similar let's hear all the details like tell me start to finish your birth story with Callahan. Yeah. So I, I had a little bit with my third and my fourth. Sometimes I have a really long cycle. Oh, okay. So my due dates are always way off. Okay. (laughs) So when I went in for my anatomy scan with my third, they pushed my due due date back three weeks. Wow. And he was born three days after that due date. Oh my gosh. Good thing they moved it back. I know. (laughs) Or else I wouldn't, I would have been getting induced. Yeah. And so with my fourth, I kind of knew that might be the same. Mm-hmm. But when I went in for my anatomy scan, they pushed his due date back five weeks. Whoa. A whole, yeah, it was. And I just, so I was a little bit like nervous the whole time. Not really, but a little bit just not knowing when exactly. Yeah. That's a wide was. range. Yeah. <laughs> but he was born on that, on his due date, the second one. Okay. So. I just have to, I don't know. They were kind of like, I went and got my anatomy scan at maternal fetal medicine and they were a little bit, I don't want to, they were like frustrated with me that I hadn't been like tracking my ovulation or oh. <laughs> got an early ultrasound just because I knew that I had this yeah going on with my body. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked out. Yeah. So it came right on the day that they had moved it out he came right on the day yeah. that they'd moved moved it out to. And you didn't find out the gender of this one. I didn't. So I had three boys. Everybody was a little bit nervous for me because they were thought I would be really sad if it was a fourth boy. And for a while, I, I was like, would say that I was, that I didn't care. But when it got closer to the due date, I was a little bit, I, I knew that that anxiousness was coming up of what if it's another boy. Mm. And so... I went to Mandy Scott and got a foot zone. 
and she like helped me release so much of that of that emotion i didn't i didn't know i was holding on to that much emotion mm. up to, like tied to that yeah and it was cool and she has four boys herself okay so she shared a similar story of like when she was pregnant with her fourth she knew it was a girl yeah and then it was a boy <laughs> but i love being a boy mom yeah my boys are the best they are so fun they are fun i all my boys love sports and i like watching sports i like watching them play i like playing with them yeah and yeah i love being a boy mom. and my i have an older sister that has four girls oh i know and growing up i always imagined myself being a girl mom mm-hmm. and her being a boy mom because i was more into the girly stuff i love doing hair and makeup and uh-huh. dance and she was a little bit more of a tomboy <laughs> so we always joke that we got you got each, each other's, other's kids, kids. yeah <laughs> oh that's funny did you do very much by the time you've had you're having your fourth unmedicated natural you're having a home birth again kid what kind of prep did you do to get ready for this this labor yeah i feel like i didn't do as much prep as with my first obviously with my first i was pretty um uh what's the word i'm looking for i was pretty determined to do and uh dedicated to do all the things that i did every day Mm, yeah like meditation and Mm -hmm. and with when you have one kid you got all the time in the world to do that right (laughs) but when you have three kids and you're pregnant with your fourth i I mean i didn't feel like i was like i needed to do more prep i don't know it went pretty seamless and i was pretty i felt prepared i didn't feel unprepared Yeah. yeah so um i went to i was going to bed on the like the night before my due date and my mom had just left to Boston. She had had this trip planned because my little sister lives in Maine. So she was going to visit uh. her for her birthday. And were you planning had, on having your mom be there? Yeah. So she's been at all of them. Okay. And after they moved my due date, she had already had the trip planned for that. Day. Oh, okay. And so everyone was like, we got to get this baby to come before your mom leaves. Cause it wasn't, I knew it wasn't going to be till like, I wasn't going to go and be pregnant still when she got back. Yeah. So when she left, it was kind of this, I always say whoever's meant to be there will be there. Sure. So I wasn't, it was like, I was sad, but then I was like, this is just, this is just going to how it's going to be and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think he was born like, five or so hours after she landed in boston oh my gosh (laughs) so she woke up with a text of the babysitter yeah but yeah so that was it was a more intimate birth there wasn't as many people that had as had been in my other births but it was it was perfect it was probably my favorite birth yeah but so we we got home that night from some family stuff and everyone's in bed my husband was sleeping and i just i am more of a night owl okay and so I stay up, usually stay up later, but I just was having a hard time like settling and going to sleep. And let's see, I think it was at 1 a.m. I had a contraction and I had been having Braxton contractions the whole, for a while. Okay. And as you, the more pregnancies you have, your Braxton Hicks feels, feel a little bit more like real contractions. Okay. So I wasn't too 
um, excited that it was the thing. Sure. The real deal. So I just noticed that it was there and then they just kept coming and they weren't unmanageable. I was, they were just, I just noticed they were happening. Mm-hmm. And then at 2 a.m. I had to go to the bathroom and on uh, as I was going to the bathroom, I w- I got some really strong contractions, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, these picked up really fast," and it woke my husband up because I was making noises through them. Uh huh. And I usually I'm not having to do that so early on in labor, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is going fast," and so it's always hard when you're. I feel like when you're at home, it's harder to call your team there because. You don't want to inconvenience them, (laughs) especially at two in the morning. I totally get that. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, like between contractions, I'd be like, oh, I don't think I need to call them yet. And then I'd have contraction. I'd be like, oh no, it's time to call them. (laughs) And so I finally called everybody I had. Trish was my doula. She's been at my doula for all four of my births. And then for my first three births, I had Cindy for my midwife and I love her. But for my fourth... I just, I had worked in the birth space. I had worked with Janae a lot and I really loved her. I loved her energy. She just is the best. So I went with Janae for Callahan's birth. Mm-hmm. And so I called Janae, Trish. And then I had, that day I had called one of my friends and I said, because my if my mom's not here when he's born, would you come and kind of be my surrogate mom Aww. and help if my kids need help? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. So then I texted her like a couple hours later. And I was like, actually. It's right now. I need you to come. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had my sister-in-law come. And sh- I just had my camera set up on settings. And she took pictures. And she took beautiful pictures. Okay. And I'm so glad that I have them. And yeah. And then my husband. That was their whole whole team. And then. So during my pregnancy. My second and third i had asked them a lot if they wanted to be at the birth because i love when siblings are at birth okay i think it's so special and my second he always was adamant that he did not want to be there but my third always he wanted to be there he would say i want to catch the baby oh and so i had when i got i had um someone to go get roman my third he came and he was there and that was really cool and your second's like no yeah, I didn't I didn't wake him up, but now he's mad. <laughs> he wishes that he would have been there. Okay. So so yeah, I had my husband uh, like so I called everybody and I said, "Okay, get the birth tub full up." Mm-hmm. Because I had always just felt like this was going to be fast birth. Mm. Cuz I mean, my last one was 4 hours, which is pretty fast. That is, yeah. So I was like pump it up, fill it up. I and I always I just water is so comforting i love i love being in the water and this had been a harder pregnancy on my body and i was it was harder for me to move around Uh and so being in the water it's easier to change positions you can just float Mm -hmm. and helps take the aches and pains away Mm -hmm. so he got that filled up and then everybody started showing up and i remember it was like at 3 45 or something i was in the water and i said I think I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and it, then in my mind, I was kind of a little bit scared because I'd never hadn't been checked. Okay. I didn't want to get checked. And I was like, this is really fast. And if I'm already feeling like I don't want to be doing this anymore, yeah. this could be a long. 
and even trish afterwards said that she was a little bit nervous that she was like i she hadn't like met with me a ton so she's like i didn't uh-huh. know how much prep you had done so i was a little bit nervous and then i thought like maybe i should have Janine check me just to see and you then all just like, felt like you were tapping out early at this yeah. point okay and then i was like no she can't check me because if, if i'm at a five i'm gonna be so discouraged <laughs> right so i was like i'll just not ask her to do that and then like the next contraction i was pushing oh my gosh okay so everyone's like oh okay we're in transition we're good yeah so yeah he was born at 403 a.m and it was it was cool and this time i my husband had always wanted to just be by my head Mm -hmm. but this time like the whole pregnancy i was like you're delivering this baby (sighs) with like we're gonna do it together but you're getting in the pool with me Uh and so he had a lot of prep to like wrap his mind around doing that (laughs) but he loved it he would he said i wouldn't do it another way now he How felt fun. so cool to be more involved and then so he was in there with you mm-hmm. you push him out and then your husband like so i what my biggest thing is i i had torn in all my other births and oh. i was like i don't want to tear mm-hmm. and janae said the one of the biggest things that i would could say to do is when you are pushing and you're feeling the baby to like guide his head out with your hand and mm. you can kind of feel if you're doing too much and so you can kind of like slow yourself down and so i kind of guided him out with my hand and then my husband just caught him and gave him to me that's so sweet yeah did you recently post a little video of that or something i did yeah okay i'm like i feel like i why do i feel like i was (laughs) i've seen this happen yeah oh that is so awesome and your son was there roman yeah he was excited in the the whole video you can hear him say there's the head oh it was so cute and he loved it and how old is he he's four that's so cute yeah so sweet well that's that's really neat thank you so much for sharing those stories with us yeah you're welcome it is time for another one of trisha baird's doula trainings It is coming up in February. It is the 23rd and 24th. Now this is a two-day workshop and it's held twice yearly. So once in the spring-ish time and then usually once in the fall. So February 23rd and 24th, you'll wanna plan on spending the entire day, both days basically with her to learn how to become a doula. And this is going to cover skills that you need and also business logistics. So the skills of how to be a doula like how to support women mentally emotionally and physically in their uh, pregnancy and labor as well as some business logistics like how to handle client consultations and client contracts and anything all the way through birth and just making sure that you are set up to have a successful doula business So if you are interested in becoming a doula, this is for you. Make sure that you check it out. You can contact her on Instagram at Trish Baird, T-R-I-S-H-B-A-I-R-D. This will also be in the show notes, or you can check it out on her website, empoweredbirthwithtrisha.com. We hope that if you're interested in becoming a doula, you will check out this avenue because it is a great resource and an amazing opportunity for anyone that is interested in becoming a doula or learning more about how to support a woman during labor.
Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? So it's called True Not Photography. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. So my husband actually came up with the name and it's called True Knot Photography because my oldest son was born with a true knot in his umbilical cord. Do we know how rare that is? I don't know. It's a good question. Okay. I just looked it up. It is, uh, it says it's a relatively common complication that occurs um, about 0.3% to 1.3%. That sounds relatively common, I know. but I feel like that's not very common. The numbers didn't sound common. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it before. Yeah. That's so, so fun. That was kind of a cool, unique thing. So so that's why it's called True Not Photo. Just because I didn't want it to be my name. Sure. I wanted it to, to be something related to birth. Yeah. And I just think it fits perfectly. I love that. Yeah. It's so cute. And why don't you tell us about the different types of sessions that you offer and stuff like that? Yeah. So obviously birth and then I could do maternities and newborns, but I don't do posed newborns. It's more lifestyle. So I get the whole family involved and I do do some just of your newborn, but they're not superposed. Okay. And that's, I just like it that way. Mm-hmm. And then I do families. Okay. Like little family sessions. Yeah. Okay. We love that. Um, we will be sharing some some pictures on our Instagram on the Birth Village podcast. Um, but you should definitely all head over to Ashley's Instagram and check out her photography as well. How? What's your Instagram? How can they find you? So my Instagram is truenotphoto. And then my website is truenotphoto.com. Okay. Perfect. And is there anything else, like anything that we haven't gone over that you think that our listeners should hear that you'd like them to know any advice? Like, I don't know, anything along those lines. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest holdups I hear of moms not wanting birth photography is that they they feel like they won't like the pictures because maybe at another birth, their husband took some pictures and they look out of it. They don't like them. They just are like, Oh, I don't want to see that again. Yeah. But I just think I, in my life, I've never seen, I didn't want to get emotional, but I will. Yeah. I've never seen women be more beautiful or more powerful than in labor and birth and they need to see that they need to witness that of themselves their partners need to see it their children need to see it their moms everybody they just especially the women they need to witness themselves being so powerful and i know how to capture that like your husband or your mom they don't know how to i know how to Mm -hmm. and so I think it's pretty special to have that. And I also, um, I don't know why I forgot to mention this, but in my birth packages, I provide, I create and provide a photo book of your photos for you. Okay. So um, a lot of times when you get pictures done, the pictures tend to sit on your computer. Yeah. And... You always intend to do something with them, but sometimes it just, your life gets in the way. And so I create that for you. I was actually going to ask about your packages. So what does that mean if somebody's buying, purchasing a package from you? 
So for birth photos, I it's um I go on call at 37 weeks, which means I don't go more than an hour away. I don't go where I don't have service. And my phone's on in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So I, I will come whenever you need me. And I stay through the birth and up to two hours after the baby's born. And then I give you a little, when I deliver the pictures, you get a book. Mm. It's beautiful. I, I love the company that I use. They do such great work. Um, and then just some like little gifts from me to you. Cute. Yeah. That's so sweet. And I, I can, um, throw in my little two cents at the birth expo. I did see, didn't you have some of your yeah. books there? And they they are, they really are so beautiful. So you guys, I, I mean, I think it's amazing that we have multiple birth photographers in St. Yeah. George. We have lots of availability. Um, and the same thing goes for doulas for midwives there are multiple people that you can hire and i think what it comes down to is whose style do you like who do you vibe with and um you know who's who's gonna give you what you need and i think that you provide a phenomenal service i think it's your photos are absolutely beautiful and um yeah i just can't say enough good things about you so (laughs) thank you thank you yes okay well i Okay, and then I did want to to comment on what you said, um, just sharing your your feelings on the reason that birth photography is so important. Um, I I just would have to agree. You don't know that you miss it until you don't have it, mm-hmm. and it is really powerful to be able to, in retrospect, witness yourself doing something so hard. Yeah, and to be able to reflect on that and to see that in a way that's beautiful and not just some uh, harsh lighting photos that somebody snapped while they were just in the middle of it. So I also, I didn't, I didn't mention this. I do video as well. Okay. So you can do photos or you can do a photo video package. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So awesome. So go check her out again. Tell us your Instagram and your website one more time. True not photo. And then my website is truenotphoto.com. Perfect. Okay. And check out, um, we'll tag her on our Instagram, or you can just go check her out on, on her Instagram. You know that our Instagram is the birth village podcast. Um, send us any DMS or emails at the birth village podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what types of things you're interested in learning or hearing about on future episodes. Um, let us know what you thought about this episode. If you're feeling so generous, we would love it if you would leave us a rating or a review. Um, write a little comment on there. It helps people to find our podcast if you interact with it. And then, of course, you can share it with your friends as well. We love you guys so much. We're so grateful for our community. And we always, always want you to remember that empowered women empower women. <laughs>